Ce qu'il est convenu d'appeler l'affaire XXX connaît un rebondissement et non des moindres. Les jeunes inculpés ont été mis aux arrêts par les limiers de la Sûreté urbaine de Dakar. Il ne revient que ce sont deux jeunes habitants du quartier Le Plateau, au centre-ville de Dakar, et je cite, « sont connus des fichiers de la police pour avoir été arrêtés dans des faits variés, notamment de drogue ». Aux dernières nouvelles, ces deux jeunes ont été présentés, menottés et sous bonne escorte au niveau du parquet de Dakar. Reste à savoir s'ils seront placés sous mandat de dépôt ou s'ils vont bénéficier d'un retour de parquet. D'autres têtes et non des moindres vont tomber. Pour ainsi dire que cette affaire n'a pas encore livré tous ses secrets. Innovation, Kingston renovation, Puna isolation, 
Communication, ill communication, Asian Marvel, right by Ivan, pestilential, microscopic soul, sonic remedy, clinic right in the street, operating in the dark, surgery, a wounded heart, come together, fill apart, fill apart, come together, smoking on something good, praying for something better, from out of better, never rocking for forever, ever, 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 forever, ever, ever, it's still a secret even when you tell them dumb dummies, hush money, rent receipt, drug money, they cold blooded, warm gun money, the chief rocker, fuel injector, Zulu horse, power love, boogie, baby, 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 Um, it's a sneaker store, and I think they, they sell a bunch of other things as well, which Jamal will tell us about. Um, but yeah, you are on Nunga Radio with Shoshi and Shube and Jamal. Yeah, 100.9. How are you, brother? Yeah. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? Good, 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 good. Good, good. yeah. Yeah, so, so tell us about uh, your business. Your your business. What you, actually, maybe tell us about yourself first, yeah. um, and then we'll build up to your business as well. Sounds good. So my name is Jamal Diallo, and my family call me Aliun Jamal Diallo. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm originally from Senegal, and I grew up in Italy. Mm-hmm. So when I say that I'm from Senegal, I mean that I was born in Senegal, and my mom was in Italy doing her studies, and uh, then she had me when she was in Senegal. Then she moved back to Italy yeah. and finished her study and then started working. Uh, and she left me in Senegal to, you know, my, my grandma raised me, and my grandfather raised me. I was um, raised under a house full of women, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and animals because my grandmother used to love like uh, taking care of goats. Okay. And uh, yeah, she basically had a farm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, so at the age of I feel like at the age of eight, my mom took me to Italy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And finally, my journey in Italy started. Yeah. Which was very traumatic in a way because you know. Okay. When you go to France, it's easy. Yeah. You know, you speak French. There's a lot of, yeah. you know, there's a yeah, lot of people. French, yeah. Yeah. But when you go to Italy, it's different because you never heard about that language before. Yeah. yeah you know, no. The only thing you were familiar is when Italy won the World Cup World in 2006. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then you, when you're there, everything changed. So, yeah. yeah. As soon as I arrived, I, I started, like, living in a town full of Italian. Like, what I mean Italian, I mean, like, Everyone is Italian. Italian. Yeah. Hundred percent Italian. Yeah. No. White. Nothing. Okay. Oh. No. 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 Lingui. No mix. No mix. Yeah. Which, no which mix. part of no. Italy is this? Part? Brescia. Ah, okay. Ah, okay. Brescia, Brescia yeah. is in between Milan and Venice. Ah. Yeah. And Brescia is um, it's and I lived in the central city. Yeah. yeah. Which was like an old town. Yeah. So the buildings are very old. Okay. I'm ah, talking yeah, about yeah. buildings that were built in like you know nineteen. Yeah. 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 Things like that. Yeah. And I was next to a church, so people were very like. Yeah, culture, you know, culture, Italian, yeah, Italian culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in my school, I was the only black person for yeah. about two years. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and um, the only person that was my friend back then was my French teacher. Okay. Because we had like, 
we in Italy they study language in school, Spanish yeah. and French and English. Okay. So the French teacher was my only friend because I can speak to her. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, long story short, um, I came to Australia. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm here. Yeah. Maybe but, you guys should ask some questions because. Yeah. I so, but <laughs> how how was your 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 life uh, in Italy? Because you say you were just the only black. Yeah. So how, how how did you manage that? You know, with different kids or mm -hmm. you know at school or how was that for you? For the first two years, it was tough. Yeah. It was tough because um, I was shocked. You know, I was mentally like shocked in a way that, well, I'm used to seeing black, all black, all day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And playing, you know, on the playground at the beach yeah. and soccer. And yeah, now yeah. I'm in a town where I can't work with my naked feet. Yeah. I can't do things. Yeah. So it was very different. And like even the, the communication. The, the, communication. My yeah. life changed drastically. So yeah. the first two years was very traumatic and I was very silent. So I couldn't speak. Yeah. I was never be I was never able to speak, even with my mom at the at the house. Yeah. Because you know, she didn't raise me at that time. Yeah. So my life was very hard. Yeah. In, in at the house and outside of the outside house. With people, house. with kids, I couldn't play. Okay, you know, so was, you were still, all, you were like on your path somewhere. Yeah, I was on my zone. On your zone, yeah. I was very silent and I was very, I was reading the, the room. Okay. Yeah, I was reading the room and then, you know, after two years, uh, the school started having a little bit more diversity. Yeah. So then it was easier for me to kind of like yeah. talk to someone from Albania, someone from Ukraine. Yeah, They okay. became my friend Friends. because we yeah. had the same struggle. Yeah. They couldn't speak Italian. So you know, we, we, we kind of like link after yeah, school, yeah. play soccer, and do something. So so now you you yeah. find a bit your yeah, your, your background come, come, coming back exactly, and yeah, the flow. yeah now the now now the culture was there a little yeah. bit. So then I started feeling myself and you know started going out with my friends, you know playing soccer, going to the playground, mm. uh, you know doing 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 things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now you're here in in Australia. Do you miss like uh, uh, Italy or do you miss like more Senegal or you know? To be honest, uh, of course, missing Italy is the landscape, yeah. the culture. Yeah. But uh, I miss Senegal because it's a country where I was never able to to experience it as consciously as mature. Yeah. So I miss that place because I actually never. I, my memories are very like it's like fragments of memories. Yes. That I have that every time before I sleep I think about because because that's who I am, you know. Yeah, for sure. And. And like, it's kind of hard, but I miss Senegal in a way that I want to know more about my people. Yeah. I want to know more about my my land, my food. Yeah, for sure. You know, the air, everything. Yeah. So I miss Senegal very, very, very much. Yeah, yeah. I understand that too. Really. Yeah. And the people, you know, because if I say I miss Italy, I miss Italy because of my family. Yeah. Because of the people. Yeah. But, Now, yeah. So how does that, like, um, with, with you obviously missing out on that, you've obviously, I think living in Italy might have something to do with it. Yeah. And then, fast forward years later, you moved to Perth, yeah. right? Um, which is still nowhere close to what you want to learn, I suppose. I mean, or is it for you? Mm -hmm. uh, is is it close to that? Like, do you do you are you are you able to reach out to that part of myself? Yeah. You see, it's always hard to understand, even for myself, why I came to Perth. Yeah. You know, I I didn't make a decision. <laughs> To come to Perth and live here and like start making money, open mm -hmm. business, and yeah. things like that. I never, before I came here, I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm being very honest. Yeah. And before before Perth, I, you know, I left home when I was 17. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, I did not have a book or a calendar of how I should live my life. Yeah. So when I when I left home and I was with my paper with my bags, mm -hmm. you know, I took a train to Paris. 
yeah and you know to see my to see my relatives my cousin yeah, yeah. then from there my life basically started and i was solo yeah from then until now mm. oh, wow. like i never mm. went back to live in a normal life with family and everything <laughs> yeah so like i never planned things in any way except yeah. now of course because you know i'm, I'm more mature now yeah. i'm planning my life properly yeah. yeah but before when i left you know i did a lot of things you know and that's where i did my my course of, of fashion mm -hmm. yeah and i had an internship and then i had the pleasure to work with armani mm. and i did also a psychology course where i didn't end up finishing because you know i was throughout that time i, I had a lot of things and my mind wasn't very focused on that mm -hmm. and uh, so yeah i traveled in many places yeah before i came coming to australia because i wanted to discover more about myself mm. yeah and i studied english in in, in miami in ef i did mm. a six months course in miami oh, okay and then i came back and then i started working in nice in south france yeah where i met a lot of people yeah. that end up inviting me in their hometown which is yeah you know in in, in madrid in yeah in yeah. switzerland you know yeah, so yeah. yeah like it's i, I live my life like that yeah mm -hmm. for a certain amount of time where it allowed me to to like discover who I am as a new person mm. and then I learned that life life is not about what I have in my head mm. you know yeah. it's it's just about being a human being being yeah. myself yeah. Mm. so that's what I did and then coming to Australia was a decision of basically taking a break yeah being in a country where I was able to not have any help not have anything anyone yeah and just live yeah in that in that in this place yeah and just build anything from scratch yeah basically yeah. just like that you know yeah. I, I wasn't even thinking to build anything from scratch. I, just, I was thinking to just stay here for one year because the working holiday visa was like work yeah. for six months and six do months. farm for six months. Yeah. But then I'm like, I'm not going to do a farm work for six months because mm. that's not the reason why I came here. I'm not planning to stay here for another two years. Yeah. yeah. And I never did any farm work. Yeah. Because, oh, okay. Yeah. You because, didn't do that. No, I didn't okay. do it because when I came here, I started working with this um, with Chimac. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I only worked with Chimac because of my American friend, Devon. Oh, okay. So, I, you know, Again, people. Yeah. He made me. We became friends. Yeah. And he helped you. He gave yeah. you a hand to to yes. to yeah. grow up. Uh, yeah. If, you know, to increase well in this country and. Exactly. But, so your English was good actually when you came. Was, was like. Was was decent. Yeah. 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 Like, Enough like, to communicate with people. Yeah. Yeah. Watching That's movies, good. you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Denzel. Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. <laughs> that is I, a good I, reference. I, I, yeah, I pick a character and I just basically put it out there. <laughs> That's how my English That's how my English was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. Yeah. But yeah, it was... Again, to answer your question, being in Australia definitely wasn't the smartest decision. Mm -hmm. I probably should have went back to Senegal yeah. and, you know, discovered more about myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I get that now being at this age and understanding and looking at this yeah. Yeah. and thinking that it was fear. Yeah. 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 Fear to face who I am. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fear to go back uh, and people knowing that my mom basically kicked me out of the house mm -hmm. because I was, you know, in a moment where I wasn't behaving properly. Yeah. You know, so I, I, that was the fear. Yeah. You know, yeah. now I'm mature. People can't talk back to me in a way. But when you're young, yeah. And you are uh, uh, yeah. African mom, hey, like yeah, when, yeah, when, you know, yeah. a lot of like listen to your mom do yeah. this. They don't yeah, look at your side. They don't. Yeah. Yeah. So they all criticize you, mm. and, and that. so maybe that was fear, the reason why I didn't go back. Mm. And okay. probably I should have with that fear, just go back and just yeah. like, live my life. But so, yeah. now yeah. I'm ready to do that. Yeah. And now you mm. feel your fear is gone, and you ready to to go more forward. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah you yeah, did yeah. a lot already. I can yeah. I can say, but. But with, with the maturity, obviously, that you now have over time, and I mean, without, you know, you said you, you know, you have a few regrets. Yeah. Um, I imagine, though, that 
like with that maturity comes your ability to tap into that part of your life without necessarily being in Senegal. Mm-hmm. Is that the case with you? Are you able to connect with that part of of your life and learn more about that part of your life and your your own history without without being in Senegal? 100%. I yeah. talk to my mom often now because she's the only connection that I have yeah. through Senegal. Yeah. And I talk to my cousin as well. Yeah. But the communication is very different because when you when you when you talk to them you're not like learning about Senegal but you're mm. learning about how it's like to be a mom yeah uh, being Senegalese yeah. living in Europe so mm, I'm yeah. not like direct there's no direct connection to my country correct so to get that direct con- connection I have to speak to my grandma I have to speak mm-hmm. to my grandpa mm-hmm. and um, so yeah those are the two people that I actually get the connection from my grandma mm-hmm. and my grandfather mm-hmm. but it, it's you know I, now I'm gonna be very open yeah like. I'm not sure if you guys face that problem, yeah. but in uh, in my in my country, yeah. uh, I hope my grandma don't listen to this. <laughs> in my country, they see me as I am a lucky person. I have the opportunity to be in Europe, which yeah. is true. Yeah. yeah. So then I have to send money all the time mm. because yeah. I'm lucky. So when I speak to my grandma about my things and you know. Um, it's not that they need the money or yeah. they want the money. Yeah. It's more like it's a cultural thing. It's a cultural yeah. Send money, yeah. and it's perception yeah. as well, yes. right? Like because yeah. the perception is you are here, so yeah. like automatically yeah. exactly. you are doing well, right? Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. And I know these things because you know yeah. from France, and I've got friends Senegalese in yeah. France, and I know, yeah. you, know oh, yeah, people, you know, you know people when yeah. they go in France and they live, they think everything is beautiful because yes. you live in France. So yeah. I know it's a part of the culture. You send the money. Yeah. In, in the country or for family or I even the so. Senegalese or Senegalese or Congolese or Saira you every, know every, everywhere yeah. North Africa is a yeah. bit sad yeah. but I think they call yeah. it black tax <laughs> <laughs> I've black learned that tax, like yeah. so many people and it's, yeah, yeah. it is a kind of black tax yeah. right? because that tax is very high you know like yeah. everything you do you know yeah. like I, I I think all the money that I send not just money that you send monthly for yeah. them like to buy things yeah. but also investment you yeah. know, okay, I want to buy a, a car so I can do a taxi so the I can make more money. Yeah, yeah. You send the money to the car, uh, a month later, the car is broken, the car is sold, then you have to send it again. Yeah. So a lot of things that I did for my family, which is nothing, yeah. because, you know, it's not, it's not a price. Yeah, it's a number that I regret. You know, I don't course. regret anything I did from them. But um, I put myself, even till now, mm-hmm. them first, mm-hmm. and me after. Yeah. Mm. And that's why financially now, that's why I need to look at myself yeah. and build myself yeah. stronger so then I can help them without actually hurting myself. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I learned. Yeah. Because that's what my mom had a struggle to do. Mm. Like she she worked a lot and she mm. been sending money all the time. Mm. But she never had the time to actually work on herself and do things she wanted to do. do. Mm. Yeah. Because they made her feel guilty for not sending money. Yeah. And they making me feel guilty for sometimes yeah. yeah. later sending money. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. Things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that I feel like that that's that's the only reason why I haven't left and it's hard for me to get the connection uh, yeah. to Senegal because yeah. every time I talk to them the topic is about money, yeah. the topic is about their struggle. The topic is not about how am I doing here. Yeah. Like when, yeah, I, when yeah, my mom yeah. when my mom kicked me out and I was underage, like for two years I haven't heard any of my family. Oh wow! I haven't heard any of my family. So for two years I was really alone. So now, think how hard it is for, yeah, you, for you to be yeah. in a place where yeah. you know that you don't have anyone's back. Yeah. yeah. You know, and even my cousin, like, he couldn't yeah. have me there because my auntie didn't know that I, that I left. Uh-huh. So I had to sleep in a you know what I mean. And yeah. then after that, after like five days, he had to like. You can't stay. Otherwise, yeah. I'll tell my auntie that my auntie can have you. But then my auntie will send you back to Italy to your mom. Oh, so then okay. I, from there, I left and I went to the mountains. And I work in Bosa Mois, mm. uh, MMV club, like mm. 
Club Med. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, like yeah, season, yeah. season, 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 and I, I know I called it black tax later, but I, and I can completely relate to a lot of the things that you said about, about you know, it's not always about money. Sometimes it's about like, hey man, how are you? Mm-hmm. Oh, are you in Perth? How are you doing? How mm-hmm. are you settling in? Like, yeah. how's your life? Like, how, how are you? Instead of assuming that, yeah. that. but I, I, the way I do it, I don't know if it's the thing I do sort of to make myself feel better. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe a lot of my blessings come from when I do get that message in my heart to say, okay, send something back home for this person, send something for this person. Not that I expect something back, yeah. but when something good happens in my life, mm-hmm. I like credit it to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I go back to that and I say, you know, that's, that's a blessing in a way yeah. um, for you know, doing the little that, yeah. that I do. I see it that way too, because yeah. we, don't, we don't like expect anything back from yeah. that. Because yeah. we know we're in a position to do something correct so then we don't expect anything back yeah you know and it's good that we make them happy in that way for them to actually feel like we're not forgetting them Mm. but sometimes it's good to see that they're not forgetting us too yeah like emotionally and you know life perspective uh, you know you have a girl you have a you know what are you doing yeah yeah, you know things like that yeah feel feel they they are interesting about what are you doing here or yeah you know like they don't yeah. know they don't know and if you tell them they won't understand they don't know yeah. most of the struggles that I had in my life yeah mm. and you know how hard it is for, for a person in general for you for, yeah, for yeah. you to like not be able to share with your mm. relatives yeah. the problems mm. yeah. or the struggles or ask for mm. advices yeah it's, especially it's at a young hard. age man because yeah. I mean like I think most of it for you would have been at a young age right oh yeah 100%. which which yeah. which was not the case with me I mean yeah. I, I you know luckily I was mature enough when all that happened to understand it, I can't, at age 17, 18, yeah. there's no way I would have understood that. And I probably would have cut off the connections mm-hmm. just from anger. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas now I kind of, you know, I kind of get it. Yeah. But I did though, I did, in a way, when they didn't contact me, I was very, Upset. my ego, my ego yeah. like, to, because you're young, so yeah. my ego took over and then I just basically, I didn't hear any, anything from them, so I'm, like, I'm not gonna message them. Yeah. Because mm. they know that I left. Yeah. You know, yeah. they haven't messaged me, they have my mm. number, they have my WhatsApp. Yeah. They haven't mm. messaged me. It's because they think that I'm the bad person that left. Yeah. Because mm. probably yeah. my mom told them yeah. that I was They put like you that. a bit like guilty, you yeah. left the place. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I understand that. And too. all I yeah. did was yeah. getting injured from yeah. playing soccer. Yeah. 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 And instead of like going to uni at that time, I chose to go to the part of playing professional soccer. Yeah. Okay. And I got injured the day that I actually chose to do that. Yeah. Um, okay. So then my mom told me to go play uh, study and I said, No, I'm not gonna go study, I'm gonna fix my legs and I'm gonna go back. Yeah. So mm. then she put my bags and just kicked me out. Okay. Mm. But it's not coming from a bad heart. No. She was trying yeah. to give me a lesson. Yeah. And then but yeah, she she stick to her decision. Yeah. yeah. So then, you know, for me it was like I'm young, soccer was my way to show my art, mm. yeah. was my way to be free. Yeah. Mm. And uh, and I saw that as a way to to also benefit my family. You know, because yeah. I was good at doing that. Yeah. yeah. And I had many contracts coming through. Yeah. But I didn't look at, I didn't have from, uh, my support from, from my family. My mom mm. never came to see me soccer. Mm. Yeah. She never came to see me training. Yeah. So there wasn't that love that I was receiving. I, as soon as I come home with the bag, the eyes of her looking at mm. me like, you're still wasting your time with soccer. Mm. Then I have to put my bag down. So it's not like I'm talking, talking about it with soccer. Yeah. I'm telling yeah, you, yeah, 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 soccer yeah. was good today. The training, I scored yeah. three goals and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't have anyone. To, all my, right. Only my friends, when yeah. I go on the bus, they say, yo, good game, good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't care about that. Yeah. I care but about I, my mom. You know? After, I don't, I, I won't say, oh, I understand that. But it's, I think mm. like, 
people like you, me, and new sources like mm -hmm. you know soccer or music or everything like that for them yeah. family yeah. is not like something oh you serious, serious or, or yeah. you can live with that you yes, know yes, it's yes. before like go to the school yeah do that even though you don't like but go to the school do we get a diploma yeah. you know and after you can do what you want but yeah that is the mm. this generation like that mm. is, they think yeah about get more. a full-time job get a monthly pay, yeah exactly and then just that's good enough focus on that that's yeah. it yeah yeah you know that's 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 but again they're not guilty because yeah. they came here to take the first opportunity they have yeah and while we are a generation where we know that we can make our own space yeah, yeah. In this world, so yeah, no matter what sure. happens, yeah, yeah. you have to stick to it. Yeah. And I think you are a generation they are really motivated to do beautiful things, creative. That's and, what I mean. You know, though, like, open and different. Because how long you been here, Sir so, so Jamal? Mm -hmm. I've been here for five years. Yeah. But I've never really been here because I always go back to Europe every year. Mm. Oh yeah, and I spend I time over there, but yeah. I never like put my brain in in, in living here. In living here, yeah. So yes. you didn't really feel belong here at the beginning. No, no, I never felt like this is my place. I just yeah. this was like my place. Actually, this was like my you know the spot that you have when you're like feeling feeling uh, like just escaping. Yeah, oh, okay. Australia yeah. was my escape place. Ah, oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was going through a lot mentally. I was trying to process the fact that I didn't become a soccer player. Yeah. And I did not finish studying. So yeah. I was feeling like a failure and like a loser. Yeah. So, so you want to stay in your place. I want like, to stay in my place and, and just be myself be, and yeah. just like, create something. Yeah, when yeah. I saw the opportunities, then I'm like, maybe I should really stay here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like yeah. Mm. Good, good. And um, so the store. Let's talk about the store. Yes. Yeah. Uh, how did? Yeah. I mean, yeah. We got carried away there with um, like a very interesting topic, which yeah. I think some of you, if you're listening, I know a lot of people who can relate to some of the things that we're talking about. But we're going to move on and talk about um, Jamal's store. He's going to tell us about uh, who he works with, um, how they started out, and yeah. so on, uh, with this particular store, uh, the one-off store. Yes. So yeah. I started one-off store in 2017 yeah. yeah uh at that time it was more like a display store yeah, yeah. and then um with the, we started that at chimek chimek in east victoria park yeah and and um what happened basically is that um chimek at that time was growing yeah and basically they had a new store in victoria park yeah mm. and i was basically the manager of okay. yeah then i took the role of becoming the manager of all Chimax, which they total had like four Chimax. Okay. Yeah, hired the staff, basically trained some of them. Yeah. And then uh, took care of the social media, pretty much everything. Head of mm. head of head of head of uh, uh, operations. Yeah. yeah. Then when they had the space of the sneaker store, um, then we put the sneakers over there to display. Yeah. And then from there it was a hobby. Yeah. And then in two thousand and eighteen, it became official business. Wow. Okay. So I took it seriously, and then. Um, yeah, I asked Thomas to join me. Thomas, my business partner. Yeah, yeah. So I asked him to yeah, join me. Yeah. He joined me, and we, you know, we were working with Chimac. Yeah. And then we realized that we are Chimac. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. We are yeah. running the place. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. And yeah, then we started throughout the times. You know, I went to holiday. I went to Russia. Yeah. So I never like even the job. It became like more like a, a nine to five job, and yeah. I didn't feel like doing it. Yeah. Because I didn't feel that I'm putting any touch, any different touch. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So then I told Thomas like. Um, I'm gonna take this to the next level. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want I want both of us to do this. So then, when I came back from Russia, I I looked at it in a way. I'm like, we need to do. We need to make this. We need to create a system where this can generate money, so that yeah. we can actually open a big store yeah. for mm -hmm. us. Yeah. So then, by the time 2019, everything went good. 
and then COVID happened in 2020. Yeah, 2020. Mm. Yeah. Uh, actually, in 2019, when I came back from Russia, we made over two million dollar sales. This is revenue Damn. from Vic Park. Okay. Wow. Yeah. From the Vic Park. Store. Yeah. But again, rookie in business, trying to like, we didn't yeah. manage the money properly. We yeah. buy a lot of shoes. We do this a lot. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Mm. blah. Then in, to, in 2020, when we realized that this is sales, not profit, right? Eh? Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, of no, course, yeah. yeah. And, then, um, and then when we opened the store in 2020 mm-hmm. uh, here in King Street, yeah. we thought about opening a bigger store. But we felt like Australia, and especially Perth, when you bring something new, especially a culture, like a Muslim culture, yeah. a lot of people like it, yeah. Yeah. but some people feel intimidated to actually be out there by themselves and just like wear cool sneakers and yeah. so you have to slowly slowly introduce the culture yeah. Yeah. slowly slowly create a community yeah. and then do it properly so yeah. if you have opened a big store it will have been too much, much. overwhelming yeah. Yeah. People, yeah. people will come and buy but it will be like come and buy and go yeah. Yeah. Well, we wanted to create a culture and a mm. community for people yeah. to come to see us mm. to talk to us yeah. an intimate space so mm. that's why we came to, the par- uh, to King Street yeah. mm. to make it small and for people to actually like come to us and talk yeah. to us yeah. Yeah. yeah and feel comfortable when yeah. they go to you know when they go to your shop and it's exactly. always like that to to be friend with the the manager yes, uh, you know yes, and, yes, uh, yes. so people come come always to see hey Jamal hey where's Thomas you know so me and Thomas became the face of the of, of the business yeah and which is how it is and at the end of the day um, we, that's what we wanted yeah you know and now we realize that everyone that want to work with us that is working with us is good had the same and have the same drive as yeah. what we have when we started yeah so that's why it will never change whether it's me or thomas or tyler yeah. which is our, our new staff and yeah. nico ryan or yeah. any of them that like they they did the same thing as we did yeah mm. so that's why now it's time for us to create different things yeah. that's mm. why we created sneakerland mm. which is a convention that brings every person that loves sneakers in one place. Okay. We did that in, in RSC Arena ah, okay. in July yeah. 31st. Yeah. And we had about 3,200 people. Damn. And wow. they all bought a ticket. Wow. So for us, it was like a, a huge achievement yeah. because we brought, in such a short time, we brought all the sneaker pad, like yeah. people that love sneakers, yeah. built the community. To come together. Yeah. You know, yeah. from athletes yeah. to like, you know, every single person yeah. that loves sneakers in Perth yeah. came through. Yeah, 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 and especially your sneakers, especially is like Jordan. Yeah, so Jordans, Yeezys, and you know, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool sneakers that yeah. basically like don't have, don't are not uh, accessible anymore. Yeah, mm. so that's why we opened the store to to have like a second market where yeah. people can actually find the shoes. Yeah. in our yeah, store. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So but we're like a boutique. Yeah, but yeah. is it is it still is it is a big challenge it is. for 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 you guys? Yeah, you Jamal and mm-hmm. and and Thomas because. One years you open this this shop and yeah. it's running really well. Yeah. And but because around to Perth there are many many shops of sneakers, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and you are not alone yeah. on, on, on this business. So yeah. how did you ask us, us, us that our our secret sauce is us. Yeah. Because you know, coming from a uh, fashion background, yeah. And Thomas coming from Thomas Thomas is an architecture. Mm-hmm. And you know he loves style. Yeah. Thomas is an amazing person. He's yeah, speak, speak yeah, Italian, yeah. Metin is really cool. So yeah. he's as a persona, he already bring a fire in the room. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So uh, us both of us being combined and yeah. being in one place, yeah. mm. like it's not about the shoes anymore. It's yeah. about coming to see us and us basically bringing and making them feel family. Yeah. Mm. So that's that's what we brought on the table. That that was different from other store. But other store, 
it's corporate businesses. Yeah, it's coming by the yeah. shows. We know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. We know what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we want people to feel good when they wear cool stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why we, we're there and that's why it worked. Yeah. yeah. Because we actually care about, you know what I mean, what we're doing. It's not just a quick money. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. good. So considering that you don't have your uh, feed firmly in Perth. Yeah. <laughs> What what's what's the uh, long I, I guess the long term goal for for your store yeah. and for you guys as a as a collective and a business? We we are working on a flagship store. Yeah. Uh, what I mean by flagship, I mean a store that has everything we desire. Yeah. Which is shoes, clothing, and I can't mention something <laughs> else. Yeah. Basically, we're working by next year. We will yeah. have our flagship store, which yeah. will be big which will have everything we desire and that yeah. will be our final piece but of course it's not final because you know it never is never is final of course, yeah, yeah, but yeah. we want that to be a destination place a destination yeah. place and um, so yeah next year that's what we're working on as a vision yeah that flagship store we want to take it everywhere in australia and yeah. of course in europe as well because yeah. what we okay. do what we do everyone oh, yeah. can do it yeah yeah but we have a touch that we know that we can of actually course. add value to every different wherever we go we can create our we can be loud wherever mm, we go yeah. because mm. of what we have. Mm. So, so yeah, that's, that's, that's what we want to do. That's our long-term goal. Mm. And also take Sneakerland, which mm. is the sneaker event, mm-hmm. make it like a concert. Take oh, it to mm. every single place in, in, in the world. Mm. Yeah. And our goal now is to make it national first. Yeah. So we have another one upcoming in, in, in next year mm-hmm. in, um, here in Harris Arena again, mm-hmm. and then Brisbane, and then oh, Sydney, wow. and then Melbourne. Mm. So that's our goal. With our with our with our partners, sponsor partners, of course. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, I I want to take it to Italy. I want to take it to France. Yeah. And in England, because there's a lot of convention stores. Mm. Yeah. You know, before Sneakland, there was many convention stores. Yeah. Yeah. But they did not achieve what we achieve because what we do, we we look at every single detail. Mm. We look at who's coming, mm. what they want, yeah. what can we give them, yeah. And we think about how can we make them stay longer. Yes. So this is the things that we think, and we spend mm. money. We took a big risk. Yeah. We hired one of the best arenas in Perth, of yeah. course, and expensive, of course. Yeah. So then we took the risk. We make people come. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then like just enjoy. So, yeah. yeah. So you look mm. after your 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 clientele, your customers yes. to mm. be happy and yeah. uh, always. Yeah. Always. That's that's a, I think that is a really good always. way to think, you know, because some because different shop they just open and people come and they okay you are just mm. customer and buy but mm. you. You try to to bring something completely different yeah. and feel people really comfortable mm. and yeah and that comes from culture though yeah because you know if you, <laughs> if you look at it in yeah. Senegal and even in Italy there's yeah. the same same culture like service and family yeah you yeah. know people yeah. so what, what what I learned I learned that from 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 those two cultures yeah. that I have mm. roots yeah of like caring about yeah. what I'm doing yeah you know I, I don't do things just to do just for a quick money yeah. it's also like making people feel home and comfortable when you see that it makes you happy yeah and it sure. will be long like it, it, it will last long it's not just like one event that you do yeah and that's it yeah like when you care it will last long sustainable yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we want yeah. it to last long but yeah. so um one of this one in case can see, is yeah. the only one or you've got another one same same type yeah. of shop we have uh, we have another one in Vic Park uh, yeah uh, in, inside Chimac we still have that one okay yeah so we for now we have two stores mm-hmm. and we're planning in having a flagship store mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah cool and what um, my question was because what <laughs> means what does that mean one off one off one off means unique mm. yeah. one off means stand for what you represent yeah stand for uh, something that uh, makes you become yourself or something that 
you see yourself into. Like when you wear these shoes, yeah. of course it's not created by that person that is wearing it. Yeah. But that person is looking at it because the shoes is quite unique. Yeah. And even though there's many pairs, yeah. for that person the shoes is unique. Yeah. So that person is wearing it, not just for the look, mm. but also for what these shoes represent. Mm. Yeah. That, you mm. know, it's it is uh superficial. Yeah. Mm. What we do is superficial. Yeah. And we're not trying to be not humble or be like superficial. Yeah. We are very humble. Yeah. But what we in life you know we need things that make us feel that bring us back to who we are and yeah. this doesn't give anything else but a feeling yeah of course so those feelings mm. are attached to being one of being unique and yeah. that's the reason why we call ourselves like one of mm. because we want people to come to the, our store mm. get something that mm. will make them have that feeling and that mm. feeling is very important and we are there as people mm. which we are one of mm. to make sure that they feel that unique yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's very deep and that's yeah, why we yeah. thought about it because yeah, yeah I, you, no one needs shoes no 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 but, yeah no, I know and I'm glad you tapped into that though because that, that is so true because like you know even us doing this interview it's like you know like it's and I'm so happy you touched on that that it you, you acknowledge that it is like like a superficial thing but the feeling mm -hmm. and I think the story that you you back it up with mm -hmm. um, and you you know the story about connecting to people and I think that's that's what draws people to exactly. your business as yeah. well right? that's what like we more that's what than, we yeah. Yeah, yeah more yeah. than maybe even more than the product mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. it's like the idea of of the connections that you can make with people that make them want to come to your store exactly because yeah. yeah. everyone can buy online nowadays yeah, yeah. so yeah. everyone can buy online can yeah. buy in many other places yeah. yeah but when people step in our door yeah. we know that they came for us yeah and we appreciate every single of them and we treat them like special like everyone is yeah, special yeah. In yeah. Store. so yeah that's what we're about and yeah yeah we know that uh without people we wouldn't be succeeding as a business mm. and we know that when what, what we need to do to make people feel comfortable and mm -hmm. when they step in our door that's where we see that's mm. where we see our results of our work and you know how can we do it like I wouldn't be happy if no one stepped in our door you know I would, yeah, I would, yes. be, I would be analyzing why yeah. and then I would make it happen oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so to me I care every single details of like I always look at these things that's why my staff think I'm crazy <laughs> my team think I'm crazy because yeah. I always look at small details that, yeah. that are very important yeah that I see that it will make us be different and, yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and for us as well as Kai Radio and as Shube, uh, I mean, that like the first thing for us was like, ah, oh, like you know, there's some brothers doing good things. Let's go reach Just, out to them. Yeah. Again, we are here now, mm -hmm. and it's even bigger than that. You know, like it's bigger than just like, ah, oh, that's. A guy from Africa has opened a store, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. You know, like it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, true, no, true. Because yeah. uh, now we are talking together, but it's like and we know each other for... Yeah. For sure, for, man. You and, know? And, yeah. And, and, there's, uh, there's, and there's, it's always good to, to, to share that. So, no, yeah. it's good. Yeah. So, uh, okay. We were blessed, guy. Two weeks ago, we went to the anniversary of one of... Mm -hmm. And it was a really good party. It was not like big dancing, but... The way the thing was managed and everything was really beautiful. Mm. They had the really nice people, famous people. We see some player from uh, Wildcat was Brass there, mm -hmm. was uh, Brass Cotton and uh, Mugu Mugu and mm -hmm. the, the runner. Uh, yeah, there was a few, yeah, there was a few um, like athletes there. Yeah. Uh, Peter Ball was there as well. Yeah. Uh, we got to take a photo with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we like, like a fan of oh, Peter Ball. Yeah, yeah we're so like fast. It was yeah, too fast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to all ah, these people yeah. coming and I swear shout out to 
to Thomas because it's yeah. not irreversible. Yeah. But how you create all this connection with because five years, man, is nothing, you know. Yeah. And I know it's nothing five years in in, in yeah, Australia. It's a short time. It's yeah. a short time. But yeah. how you create all this connection with this? Mm. I mean, that's that's also on top of you trying to settle in your own personal capacity, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But you're doing these things while you're trying to settle as well, I imagine. That's yeah. how it is, right? I, honestly, like, it's, it's not even me trying so hard to yeah. connection with people. Yeah. And because I feel like it's only started when I, two, two years ago, when I actually, during COVID. Yeah. yeah. So not five years, actually. Because in five years, I, only, I was only yeah, working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. only working and doing something. But yeah. Okay. It started after COVID, when we first opened one yeah. off. That I started actually feeling like I can go out there and just communicate with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, before I was like very in my zone because you know I'm new here. This is not my country. Mm-hmm. I don't know the people. I don't yeah, know the culture. Yeah. yeah so I was that. very on my zone. Yeah. And then, but then, recently I started becoming myself. Mm. And it was it was good. Like when I meet people like Bryce, I met him. He came to do an interview because of our friend Jordan Gosso. Mm. And uh, from there, we I think we exchanged Instagram. We started mm. talking naturally. Next thing you know. Bryce love African food, so then we uh, went to eat jollof rice. Yeah, and from there we talk about that, where you went to eat that. Man, I'll give you the spot. So you know, we started talking, we started yeah. chilling, we started talking about life, family, and everything. He told yeah. me oh, he liked jollof rice and everything. Then from there we made it, made it become a routine. Every yeah. Monday we go to the jollof rice. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. And then we play two K, and uh, you know, I beat him a couple of times. No, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> and then same thing for Nigna. We we Nick and I came to the store quite often. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to him because actually shout out to all of these guys because they 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 see that I'm trying to do business. Yeah. yeah. And they are helping me. They support without, you. That without good. without asking for anything. Yeah. They're doing it naturally because that's who they are. Yeah. And they always supported. They always like even Nick and I, like he he with the with the sneak line we did. Bryce and Nick and came yeah. up and they did it everything for free. So I, I never pay them to do anything. Yeah. Um, These guys literally do everything wow. to support my that's business yeah. and support me as yeah. a person. Yeah. And that's why we have a true friendship. This yeah. is not like a... It's um, not like yeah, this is not fake. Yeah, or, fake. Or because we, yeah. we connect, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I even went to Nick Nat house and played 2K with him. Mm-hmm. You know, again, something to spend time and talk course, about life yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. And I beat him four times. <laughs> four times. I had to say that. I had to say that. But yeah, I like, hope you will listen that. <laughs> yeah, the only person, the only person that uh, is I haven't beat yet is uh, Vic Lowe. Yeah, okay. he's a new basketball, he's a new um, player from the Wildcats. Yeah, okay. he's from Chicago, twenty-five years old. He oh, was wow. in the NBA. Yeah, he's the Wildcats. And yeah, his goal is to is to go back to the NBA. Like you know, all these people have stories. Yeah, just like us. Yeah, and you know, their status is not important for them. You yeah, know? it's about people. Yeah. They, they they're here in Australia, like yeah. like us. Mm. Yeah. They just do a different profession. Yeah, yeah. but they're like us. So yeah. Yeah. you know, when I when I hang out with them, it's just like I'm me and they're them. Yeah, you feel and, like you are in your community, yeah. in your country, or yeah. different things. You and, know, you can and, talk and and that's why the connection start and that's yeah. how it start. Yeah, it's not there's no effort in that. You know, yeah. it's just you being yourself, respecting yeah. who they are, yeah. Yeah. them respecting me, and then from there, even the CEO of Wildcats, Troy. Yeah, like Troy is the CEO of Wildcats. He work with corporate people every day. Yeah, but when we talk. He's Troy. Yeah. When mm. I talk, I'm Jamal. Yeah, mm. yeah. We don't talk anything else, but just like you know, uh, basketball, shoes, lifestyle, yeah. Yeah, music, yeah. and everything. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just true friendship and everything. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, Jamal. So, what's the address for your store yeah. for people that are listening and want to come and check it out? The address is three fifty five Murray Street. If you want to go from the entrance of Murray Street. Yep. Otherwise, it's gonna be Master Lane. Master mm-hmm. Lane is uh, in King Street, and mm-hmm. uh, you can. 
come through from 49A King Street. Yeah. 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 So that was and East Victoria Park as well. Yeah. Albany Park. Yeah. 818 Albany Highway. Mm -hmm. Inside oh, okay. Chimek. Chimek Victoria Park. Inside of Chimek. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's beautiful. Good chat, time. man. Yeah. Really nice. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for, for your time and for making the time to, to, to meet us here. Yeah. And speak to us today. Yeah. Thank um, you so much, guys. And yeah, I uh, yeah, hope uh, everyone make your way down to the store. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know. Check out the Instagram as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, one off on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. The Instagram is one off, one off store. One off store. And the East Victoria Park one is at one off store dash Vic uh, Park. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So. Really good. Thank you guys to be no, here very with glad, us. Very glad about really yeah, nice I'm very connection glad with you, Jamal. You know, and uh, yeah. So shout out to every people who listen this this, so uh, this uh, interview today. Yep. So yeah. And Stay tuned for more music. Yeah. 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 See you guys.
was Jewel Owusu with a track called Blue. You are on Noonga 100.9 FM. Uh, shout out to Jamal for hanging out with us, man, this afternoon. And uh, I'd like to shout out Shube as well. Thank you, bro. And Helena for letting us use the green room at the King Street Art Center. Um, sorry about the traffic noise. Not much we could do about that. <laughs> um, but I'm going to play you a few songs on my way out. I'll play you songs from an artist that's based out in um, Melbourne. His name is Silo Mulefe. Uh, he's got an EP uh, that's dropping in a few weeks, I think. Um, it's called Murulong, and it's going to be released on vinyl as well. So if, you know, if you're a fan of vinyl and you want to add to your collection, uh, you can head over to Bukamoso Art Center on Instagram, and you can pre-order your copy there. Uh, but yeah, uh, listen to these tracks. Let us know what you think. Um, send us a message on our Instagram, Kaya Radio Perth. And uh, yeah, thank you for hanging out with us. Have a great weekend.
hai limona che sarò male na Eso 
yeah. Get money, get money, get money, get money, get it. Every enemy turned to a memory, ain't it? I got the recipe, they sound like sesame, ain't it? I'm pin a movie while they pin a parody, ain't it? Readily waiting on destiny, getting me anxious. You ain't a threat to me, bars in the mentory. Basically, you ain't a vet to me, this ain't no melody, save it. I re rap, nigga, you need a special occasion. Get money, get money, get money, get money, get it. Me and the snake got some genuine chemistry, ain't it? Cleverly placed, so I gone off the remedy, faded. Bitch, I ain't come all this way to be basic I ain't come all this way to be basic I got a shot for the family when it's not mine to play with Slave to be caking, I'm baking, I'm aiming for greatness Diversity certainly versus I'm able to shapeshift Out of this world with the pen like I came in a spaceship I seen them hating and those who were napping and waking This shit was written, I dare you to try and erase it Lord of the cadence, I'm praying I'm making a stay there Never go blind by the rays of the shine that I'm chasing Get money, get money, get money, get money, get it Get money, get money, get money, get money, get it. Filthy, can't be clean with detergent. I come from New York, mom come from Durban. Hustle hard, make that money like it's urgent. We don't walk no more, it's Cadillac Suburbans. We ain't on welfare, dog, now nah, we splurging. Try to write my story, I rewrote the version. Lord, forgive me for my sins, but if I play the game, then I'm gonna need to win. If I'm gonna ride, then I'm gonna need the Benz or the Porsche or the Beamer with Chanel on the lens. Get the drip out of Kiff, pass the L and my friends. When it comes to my name, ring bells every end. Yeah, north side, south side, east and the west. Pray to God to put the beast in the check. This nigga, get money, get money, get money, get money. Teeny, from Durban out to New York. Get money, get money, get money, get money. Teeny. Here's a teachable moment Once was in a mug and bean Eating in the morning Nothing special Just a decent three cheese omelet Wasn't expecting gourmet Feeding was the object Didn't stress the slow way To seemingly ignore and Prefer it to him Overbearing Sneaking in more orders But what I seen Demanded a keen audience So you can tell a king Before the crown sits on him Like he never stood still Clear tables look clean Smiled at a good tip From bad ones Found goodwill Was there before you think To ask for a toothpick Wet towels for the juices From the Child, you consuming. As soon hit this ain't a mere nigga waiting. This is a view win of a winner in the making. The origin story of greats Bruce Wayne in the cave. No cape, but it's like seeing the wheelchair Drake. The first steps a young Usain takes. That DJ with one arm tying a shoelace. Here's a tip, it all starts with your attitude. Said, here's a tip, I gave the way to double that included. I told the manager, watch that dude, he gon' get money, get money, get money, get money, get it. Hey, you better watch that dude, he gon' get money, get money, get money, get money, get it. Stoke. Get money, get money, get money, get money.